I'm Danny. And I'm Demika. And we're biracial unicorns. The Minnesota. Minnesota time. Mm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Yes, I love the song. <laughs> yeah, you just like, I've always figured like, the more stressed I am, the more I sing. And mm. <laughs> it's mm. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Japanese, humming, the word for oh. humming is mm. nose song, if you were to like translate it that is why is i love it better? i think what? about every time i hear humming i'm like that's a nice <laughs> no song <laughs> why why is it just everything better and that just like yeah that just makes absolutely it makes sense. so much sense right what does hum mean i guess it yeah. kind of sounds like it hum yeah it does perfect absolutely perfect no song and that makes your nose your instrument and i'm into it yeah well uh get ready for all the nose songs and all the mouth songs because today's mini-sode is gonna get some songs stuck in your head guaranteed okay guaranteed all right so let's let's get into it i'm gonna put 10 minutes on the clock here oh my gosh i'm like i'm nervous get ready all All right. right so this week we're going to spend 10 minutes talking about the 1995 millennial classic a goofy movie. Ah, you mean the story about a single dad, a single black dad trying to yep. raise his black son in a harsh, cruel world? Yeah, <laughs> in a predominantly white school. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, definitely black movie. I love. I know. It's, love, love. It's love the it. blackest Disney movie by far. I'm sorry, Princess and the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> These are dealing with real issues, but okay, can we be real? We don't talk about the lack of goofy mom. We don't like our Max's mom. We don't talk about it. We're just like, no. we just, ex- yeah. We've we never seen it. her. We don't know anything about her. And it's know. never talked about. I don't know. I'm Sometimes I feel like, was Max his? Or was he just doing the right <gasps> oh thing? God. No, I'm being real, though. Sometimes I'm like, what kind of man? He doesn't have any photos of her or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... Is she, but it's like, is she dead? Are they just not in a good place? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He doesn't act like a widower. But he's also goofy, you know? So (laughs) He would even mourn goofily. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love, like, is there, has there been a soundtrack that slaps harder than the Goofy movie? No. Best, best Disney songs also are from a, a Goofy movie. Girl, I don't understand how we're still remaking stuff when we have not gotten a Powerline movie. Yeah, I mean, I want to know more about Powerline for sure. We we all do. We all do. I mean, from fashion to the moves. I don't yeah. I don't know why this is something we have to ask for and not just give in. Yeah. I mean, also just like release the footage of the concert. We only see like this much <laughs> of the concert. <laughs> Can you imagine if they just like put it out on YouTube? It would break the mother flipping internet. There no would be kidding. watch parties. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, how amazing. It's just like, how do you combine like 90s? Because it was, you said 1995. So yep. 90s summer travel movie with parent coming of age one. 
And then, um, oh, what's his name that voiced the character uh, with, like, the Leaning Tower of Chisa? Oh, yeah. This? Oh, gosh. Uh, Shore. Polly Shore. Yeah. How do you combine those things to make them make sense? It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, I I liked Goof Troop pre Aww. a Goofy movie. Yeah. I'm just, like, a fan of Max. Like... <sighs> You know, for for a, a lead character, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. like the Harry Potters of the world, the Tommy Pickles of the world, not so into them. But there's something about Max that's very likable, like even though he's the lead character, because he like he doesn't have anything figured out. He's no. not. He makes it happen like his confidence in this movie combined with his lack of confidence <laughs> is somehow like just so perfect like adolescent yeah i love it i i, I do because we love it it takes some like matzi in order for him mm-hmm. to perform the opening stunt in the gym but yeah. then you can just see it's coming from a place of just like trying to be something he's not like he looks at his father who you know he loves but he's just like has that I don't want to be that. And yeah. how many teens go through this this thing of just like I don't want to be you. Yeah. You know, like I love you but I don't necessarily respect you. And in him, I think that's why he's such a relatable leading man dog character. Uh because he doesn't have it all together, because he's not looked to as the chosen one, because he's not the leader of the pack. He is just trying to be seen and trying to be his own person but with a name like goofy like part of the goofy family it is really hard he tries so hard and i love that they gave him a non-goofy voice um they you know he's very fashionable he's very of the times very he gets up like in the goof troop he gets up to shenanigans like they just put him on the opposite spectrum but it works so well in in this movie it's uh so good it's so good. It's so good. I I rewatched it pretty recently because uh my husband had never seen it. Um, <gasps> the scandal, right? The scandal. Uh, how? And so what? I was like, how? How is how? we're watching this right now. So so we sat down and watched it and he really liked it even though he's like I think I remember bits of this, but it yeah. might just be from the preview. And I'm like, mm. yeah, it could be. Yeah, because you would remember. You yeah. don't forget this I'm like, movie. Because I played him the song. I played him eye to eye. And he was yeah. like, no, I've never heard this song. <gasps> and I'm like, what do you mean? You've never Wait, heard this song. Did we grow up in the same place during the same time? I mean, he's he's two years younger than us. No excuse. <laughs> None. That is like top 10. Actually, it's so funny. I'm like, I want to do a top 10 substitute movie list. Mm. Like, what do teachers always put on when there's a substitute? And that is definitely on the top 10. Really? I don't think I've ever seen it at school. Yeah, I think I've seen a few times at school. But maybe that's because like music teachers and it's musical. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. And they're just like, they think it slaps too. So, you know, at least we're (laughs) listening to music. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just dimed out a lot of music substitutes. I'm real sorry. <laughs> Everyone's just in there doing the perfect cast dance. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. So this it not only has a, a soundtrack that slaps, it has a dance. It's got a love story with Maxine, who is hands down one of the most oddly attractive female cartoon characters. Roxanne. Oh, it's Roxanne. Who's Maxine? Max is the main kid. So maybe, maybe you're just so like, who's, com- who's Maxine? There's oh, yeah. no Maxine. <gasps> 
I've just made them one name. I've just yeah, made that's them their like dating a couple. Name, Ma- yes! Maxine. <laughs> yes. But like she is like so unnecessarily drawn. Wow, she's so attractive. She's crazy attractive. And it's so <laughs> bizarre. They didn't have to hit that hard. They didn't have to make her so dang cute. Yeah. They did not. And like his whole like fantasy in the field with the white dress. Yeah. I'm like, I I'm pretty strong in my sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> I don't. I'm confused right now. He's <laughs> stunning, absolutely stunning, and it was just so. You just feel for him. You, you're. He's the one character you want him to get the girl. You want him to be accepted. You want him to pull off these shenanigans. But I think the other thing that we love is we love the father son love. I love yeah. that Goofy is desperate to just love his son. Mm. it's so so genuine and because he is goofy that is the one thing that makes him so serious like pete puts the fear in him who's this ridiculous villain character yeah could not be more opposite of goofy and he becomes incredibly desperate to make sure his son stays on the the straight and narrow as it were and it's so beautiful sidebar the principal like what I mean, it's so realistic, but also yes! just like, oh, like he's uh-huh. he dresses like a gangbanger and he's yeah. going to end up in the electric chair. And I'm like, give this black boy a break. Yes! He's a good <laughs> kid. Yep. Yep. I'm like, he danced. He yeah. danced. Yeah. And no, no. That's what that's what makes it feel so absolutely relatable as well. Yeah. It's just that violent, vicious attack and just those, those horrific undertones as well. So so if we think if Max is black, is PJ black as well? I think so. So I is he so. the well-mannered black kid, though? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I can't remember what his mom looks like. She's not in this movie, but I think she's in Goof Troop. And I can't remember she, what his mom was like. She's a little, She's lighter skin. She's mm. a light skinned dog. <laughs> she's got really, she's got the white, but she's got the white hips. She wears like the mm. white capris and she's got like very angular hair. And, but she's, you know, and his sister in oh, there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And she's fair. She's a fair skinned dog. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. So, so PJ comes from a mixed family. Yeah. But he, he's on the darker side. So he takes after his daddy. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. But only physically. He has nothing yes. like Pete. They yeah. yeah, he's a sweet... Uh, in the series and in the movie, he is such a ride or die. He puts his neck out on the line. He's the nervous person, but, you know, really means well. Has a horrific father who's very toxic and yet yeah. still imagines to be a flower. Yeah. But then most of the other... most I mean, you see all sorts of shades at the school, but there's a lot of... A light-skinned dogs in that school. Show is. Or even, like, I love the beginning when he actually has this first one, like, with the after today, our prayers would be... Like, I love yeah. it. I love it. You see a lot of, like, you know, the light-skinned dogs are driving the cars and on the cheer team and the jocks. Yeah. And I just, like, Disney, I don't even think you realize what you were doing. No, but. I don't think they were. And And this is what always gets me. It is the blackest Disney movie. It is like a touchstone for our generation. But it was written and directed by, a, like, it's all white people. It was subliminal. Yeah. 
they made that choice as soon as they they got Powerline and had Devin Campbell as Powerline. Uh-huh. Like it just it just moved. It just became what it was. It was. Well, I think they're thinking what I think this is what's funny. We talk about subliminal natures is that we it's mid 90s now. There's a real turn in the shift of the influence of pop culture yeah. even within cartoons. And like, how do we make this hip? Yeah. How do we make this no, relevant? Absolutely. absolutely. And, and who did they turn to? And so I think it was kind of like that first note of because you realize there's a lot of artists who are also doing a lot of theme songs people of color doing the themes on for cartoons as well yeah and i think that kind of becomes like that nod of the exploitation of the black and brown dollar and mm. being able to use them to make it modern but not necessarily have them participate within the art yeah a, a beautiful thing too about it is even though you and i are here like obviously black movie i don't think that was not like the popular opinion at the time mm. and so i don't think you see that same racial divide you often see with like Mm. pop culture i think all kids of our generation saw and loved that movie yeah exactly it wasn't deep we see it that way but it wasn't categorized because people love that across the board people really really enjoy it and i think what is beautiful about that once again is that we talk about the use of animals in order to talk about some really hard issues so like i said it was coming of age it was father and son it was difficulty uh, adjusting in school escaping who you are and your identity and title and label but also like we said there is a very clear between some of the darker skin and lighter skin dogs in this movie and characters and there's just for the good and bad of it sometimes using the mechanism or trope of animals does help and i think that's people can fit in a lot more into that they can have the empathy with that and it's just so good oh my goodness and all the songs slap yeah so good yeah no it's it's wonderful so if you haven't seen a goofy movie i don't know how you made it through this episode. No idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but I hope <laughs> I hope you will go and watch it. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Even though it was a big box office failure. <sighs> I think it it's just it's classic. You gotta see it. It totally is. And when you do, I want video of the perfect cast. I want it. I just want I want to see people do it. It just makes me smile. Yeah. Um all right. Well I guess we better go so we can practice our perfect cast. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and then you, yeah. ah, and then you roll it there's back. Like, and there's great. like this thing going. Yeah, to, exactly. no one can see what we're doing. No, no, it doesn't but matter. You can imagine. You can use use yeah. your, your brilliant imaginations. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, we will be back next week with actually with a a rerun. Yeah, we're we're taking a little little bit of a break kind of Um, our our first real one in like nearly three years but but even then it's not really a break because uh we'll still be at you with a new minisodes this month exactly but next week we'll be back with a rerun in two weeks we'll be back with a new minisode what what all right y'all peace eye to eye out